Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast, More the Podcast, a Youth for Christ international podcast. Uh, I genuinely have no idea which episode this is. I'm probably going to say, some pointing fingers, I'm going to go 18. Uh, and I have, I mean, we've already had two special guests, and but I think this is my third special guest. Mr. Dave Britton is in the makeshift studio with me this morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to be here. Thank you very much. It's great to have you here too. Um, are you having a good time here in Denver? As always, of course. So you are meeting lots of people, eating lots of food, and just generally enjoying uh, the festivities of the office, I guess. Yes. Also the uh, warm weather here. It being, uh, I think it was 98 degrees Fahrenheit yesterday. But I did enjoy a nice drive down to Colorado Springs this morning to meet with some other Christian leaders, and that was, uh, it's cool in the early morning. Oh, so yeah, that's great. So is that what a typical day in the life of the international director looks like when you come to Denver? Yes. I would say when I come to Denver, uh, because I'm I'm not having uh, family and you know, church things and so on in the evenings, I pretty much start early morning and go right through to dinner time. So yes, they're long days, but good. Good. And being a kind of large international organization, it sounds like we have a lot of partnerships that you are fostering and that you're often having conversations. How does that work? How does that, what does that look like? Yes. I know I'm purposely trying to ask you questions I'm trying to avoid the, hey, Dave, what do you do? Hey, Dave, what is, you know, I'm kind of intrigued as to when we partner with other organizations, how that kind of foundation starts and what you look for. Sure. So Thomas Speckard is actually the one on our uh, world leadership team that handles uh, third-party relationships or relationships with uh, partners. But we're really looking for expertise that that organization has that we don't have and where together we can do better mm -hmm. right so it's maybe it's the hand cannot say to the foot i have no need of you um i was at a meeting this morning of some leaders uh from different organizations down in colorado springs and one of the guys that prayed he prayed that the lord would give us the humility to be able to work together Hmm. and to be able to set aside our brands. And that was really good. It was, uh, I could see that, yes, in order to work well with other organizations, we need to really be about the kingdom, really be about lifting up the Lord Jesus and not about lifting up youth for Christ per se or whatever other brand. But there are organizations that do great work and stuff that, even where, if we could build it, why? Why reinvent the wheel? If mm -hmm. somebody's already got uh, a great ministry together that can uh, do better at this and they built it already, then why not just partner with them and bless them and then bless us and it'll all be for, uh, for Jesus. And I think that's the unique position that Youth of Christ as an organization is in. Because so many times I hear, you know, in funding, it's about a board, we've got to report the numbers to the board and things like that. And I, I understand that's important, but just to be able to set all that aside, 
recognize that it's still important to have good governance and accountability, but work on how we work together as a community of like-minded organizations just to reach young people in some cases is a, a bit of revolu a bit of a revolutionary mindset because not a lot of people think like that. Yes, indeed. It also can add credibility with our financial partners. Mm. Um, I remember a time in Montreal in Canada where we were looking at going into a new community and we partnered with World Vision for them to actually do the community assessment uh, before we went in. Mm. And that was very well received by those that were going to back the project financially and so on, to know that, okay, it was a, it was a World Vision uh, review and determination of what this community really needed. Somehow that was better than if we had just done it ourselves as Youth for Christ. Of course, World Vision has tons of experience mm -hmm. in doing that. So they did a great job and they uh, actually took us in a different direction for the ministry with that community than if we had not done the partnership with them and actually had that assessment done. So those kinds of things are just really good and I think are part of what partnerships are all about. And that's fair. So it's recognizing the skills of, that each partner brings to the table and, and utilizing them, recognizing them, and then building upon them. Right. I like that. Um, we've got a big celebration coming up in October. Uh, I believe it's a sold out event by the name of General Assembly. Yes, I think it was that catchy name, General Assembly, that you know is so creative, well, just so unique. <laughs> they just just made it sell out in a. It's general, general, and we assemble. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, have we got a theme this year by any chance? We do, and uh, it came out of our. Uh, the theme is together. Okay. And it really just came out of after COVID and after about a million Zoom meetings that we've each done that. We just want to be together physically in the same room, being with each other, uh, setting aside. Yes, there will be those that uh, watch it on Zoom or on other uh, media, but wow, when we can be together physically, that's what uh, just encourages us a ton. So that's why we've come up with the theme of together for this year. And I've been talking to some of the people who are doing various things. So we've just had Brandon uh, Johnson in who's been very excited and talking about young leaders uh, and the opportunities um, that are there for a large number of people, uh, 300 young leaders to come in uh, and be this new super community of people that can like, connect with each other. But also with Emily and how she's excited about talking to individuals about accounting. It's a very unique um, gathering of people those that want it, that are going to have the opportunity to come together in large groups, medium-sized groups in interactive workshops, and then just the individual one-to-one -one just to come alongside people. We're quite a unique bunch of individuals sometimes, aren't we? We are indeed. Yes. I mean, I'm trying to work out what the question is from that. Um, other than, what are you going to be doing at General Assembly? Because you're going to have just short of a thousand people that all want to say hello to you, shake your hand, and take some wisdom from you. So I'm going to bring my cardboard cutout full life size from the Denver office and uh, this, you know, have that available. No, I'm, uh, I very much look forward to it. Um, I will be encouraging folks on the first night when I am welcoming everyone to please come and say hi to me. 
uh, during the conference. Yeah. Try to make sure that you do so that I just get a chance to actually uh, uh, see and meet uh, the folks that are there. Um, there. It's very interesting when you bring people together. We have uh, speakers and we have sessions and we have workshops and we have training and all of these things. And those are valuable and important and so on. But I feel like maybe the bigger part of it is what happens between the sessions, mm. between the workshops, when we're just hanging out together and uh, just getting to know each other. Maybe the sessions or the workshops help us to identify who our tribe is here, or who are the people that are, you know, maybe doing ministry in the same area, or all the accountants, or uh, who who are the sort of who are the people that we're going to naturally want to spend more time with. But it's that uh, it's the mingling and rubbing shoulders, building relationships. Uh, probably they result in follow-up visits and, and connecting after the conference. Yeah, yeah. That is uh, highly valuable. I think that in the DNA of Youth for Christ, we learn from each other um, and we, when something's working really well in one nation, then we want to duplicate that. We want to learn from that and then uh, bring it to another nation. So I'm thinking just... Uh, Yesterday, I was in uh, an email exchange with Al Heron, who's the executive director of Montreal Youth for Christ, and Shem, who is the national director of Youth for Christ in Kenya, is coming to visit us in Montreal next month. And uh, one of the bridges there is uh, homes for uh, teen moms. Okay. Okay. So here, you know, it, Shem's got that happening in rural Kenya mm. and it's happening in Montreal and they're going to compare notes and learn from each other. So right. that sort of relationship building, I think happens at GA and then ends up uh, going on after the conference. I like that. And again, it's, I mean, I, was, I love the phrase you said, find your tribe. We normally say, find your people of interest, find those like-minded. But I think it is like a tribe, you know, cutting, you know, through the trees, through the wilderness, uh, and then finding the like-minded people. I wouldn't have thought that Kenya and uh, Montreal would have any commonality, but then you realize things happen around the world, and it's just the environment that's different. The problems that people face, uh, both in communities and in their personal lives, are really very similar so we can actually get alongside each other a lot more than we realize and share i like that yes right so uh i need a word of wisdom from you this is in relation to general assembly um oh more actually let's go with a challenge what would you like people to do at general assembly if they can only do one thing um I would say what not to do oh, okay. is don't hide in your room and uh, watch TV or uh, be on Facebook. Um, actually mingle live. You're there. Some of you may be more introverted, some of you more extroverted, but I would say as much as you can, be there, be present, be mixing, uh, find those folks that are doing similar ministry to you or who have uh, an area that maybe you want to explore. Maybe you're thinking about an area of ministry 
in, in your own context and you hear about somebody that's actually already doing that, go hang out with them, go pick their brain, uh, find out what's going on. Uh, for the young leaders that are coming there, uh, again, I encourage uh, connecting. Um, you know, I have a nephew that just finished his MBA, Master of Business Administration, and I was chatting with him over lunch. He said, Dave, more than what I learned was the relationships that I built that I think are going to stay with me through life. And for the young leaders coming to GA, mm. I would hope that they will build relationships, hang out with other young leaders that they'll end up doing ministry with uh, in the Youth for Christ context over the next 20, 30 years. That would be awesome if that happened. So the one thing not to do, hide in your hotel room. The thing to do, build relationships. Fantastic. Dave, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, for those of you listening or indeed watching, if you want to get in touch with Dave, um, you can do, um, but do it through Peggy. Uh, the information will be at the bottom because if Dave gets spammed with all of the emails saying, hey, we want to do this, we'll let Peggy filter them out. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you in the next podcast. Mm -hmm.